Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-64-84-LOU and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Thanks for being with us. We begin today with a long-awaited, let's call it James Lankford immigration bill released this week, and it's just as bad as we expected. It's toxic, poisonous, disastrous. It's a $118 billion bill. Only $20 billion actually goes to the border. $60 billion going to Ukraine, $14 to Israel, $10 billion to Gaza, yet the $20 billion gets to title the bill. What do you think? Are they advertising? And the remainder of the money goes to miscellaneous things like $5 billion to support key regional partners in the Indo-Pacific and deter aggression by China. Yeah, pure bull. And the bill still allows illegals into the country $2 million a year. That's more illegals per year than the total population of 13 of our states. A few other things this bill allows. An increase in green cards by 50000 a year. Work permits for adult children of H-1B visa holders and immediate work permits to every illegal alien released from custody. Taxpayer-funded attorneys as well for illegals in need, and we know because they break the law, they're always in need. And the good news is that the American taxpayer will be paying for it all. The American people are awake. They now can see what's happening. Most of the Republicans in the House and the Senate, they're telling GOP leadership hell no on this bill. And I have to credit Speaker Mike Johnson for standing against the legislation, telling Langford and McConnell and his rhino Marxist pals, just very simply, the bill is dead on arrival. And speaking of rhinos, one sorry fellow named Chris Sununu. He's the governor of New Hampshire, you know, and a Nikki Haley aficionado. He was on Bill Maher's show this weekend, and boy, was he in denial. But Maher, he tried to talk some sense into Sununu who's well-paid to still think Nikki Haley has a chance. 
nomination. Wait, before, first, no, he did not. We're Nikki Haley. <laughs> Nikki Haley, 24. Okay, okay. And I mean it. Let's, I mean it. Yeah. let's deal in reality here. Yeah. Reality. Okay, first of all, Nikki Haley's not going to be the nominee. It is Trump. Let's not argue about stupid things. Secondly. <laughs> The voters do matter and they're voting for Trump overwhelmingly. Bill Maher, I think, is starting to figure it out, don't you? And over on Marxist Run, ABC's This Week with George Stephanopoulos was Ohio Senator J.D. Vance. Vance was asked about the powers of the Supreme Court and how they relate to the Constitution. Take a listen to Senator Vance giving George a history and governance lesson just before the producers could cut off the senator's microphone. In 2019, Donald Trump, having defeated ISIS, said that we should redeploy our troops in Syria and Jordan out of the region. You had multiple members of the Defense Department bureaucracy who fought him on that. So what happened? We have people who are sitting ducks in the Levant right now, three of whom just got killed because the bureaucrats aren't listening to the political branches. That's a fundamental component of our government, George, that whoever is in charge charge, agree or disagree with them, you have to follow the rules. If those people aren't following the rules, then of course you've got to fire them. And of course, the president has to be able to run the government as he thinks he should. That's the way the Constitution works. It has been thwarted too much by the way our bureaucracy has worked over the past 15 years. The Constitution also says the president must abide by legitimate Supreme Court rulings, doesn't it? The Constitution says that the Supreme Court can make rulings, but if the Supreme Court, and look, I hope that they would not do this, but if the Supreme Court said the President of the United States can't fire a general, that would be an illegitimate ruling, and the President has to have Article II prerogative under the Constitution to actually run the military as he sees fit. This is just basic constitutional legitimacy. You're talking about a hypothetical where the Supreme Court tries to run the military. I don't think that's going to happen, George, but of course, if it did, the president would have to respond to it. There are multiple examples throughout American history of the president doing just that. You didn't say military in your answer, and you've made it very clear. You believe the president can defy the Supreme Court. Senator, thanks for your time this morning. No, 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 George. Roundtable's up next. We'll be right back. As you heard at the end there, the senator's mic was shut down so he couldn't embarrass Stephanopoulos further. And over the weekend, the U.S. military carried out a retaliatory strike in Joe Biden's name. He would have been proud if he were simply aware. They killed nearly 40 people, we're told, in those strikes. And just like everything else in the Biden regime, when they take two steps forward, they immediately take 10 back. The National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan did just that. Sullivan went on national television to tell the world the only way that the United States can guarantee security for Israel is by establishing a two-state solution for Israel and Palestine. Well, the U.S. position on this is very straightforward. The only long-term answer to peace in the region, to Israel's security in the region, uh, is a two-state solution with Israel's security guaranteed, a Palestinian state that also has uh, security guarantees for Israel. That's what we're going to keep working for. We were doing that before October 7th. I think since October 7th, the need to work on that uh, has only increased, and we would like to deliver an outcome over time that has eluded administrations of both parties for decades uh, that is in the best interest, we believe, of everyone in the region and in the wider world. Sullivan says the two-state solution is the only way for peace in the Middle East. He's really a, it's, he's just brimming over with sheer genius, isn't he? And our guest today is Cash Patel, great American, great friend, just an amazing guy. 
Cash, delighted to have you with us. Let's start with what is the most exciting thing you're doing right now to save the republic, because we know you're working to do just that. Well, if I can be singularly selfish, first of all, it's always great to be on any platform Lou Dobbs is on. And if you haven't caught his new TV show, you got to watch it. It's awesome. His interview with the president was amazing. Um, it was actually informative, which is a rarity in media. <laughs> I thought but, you were going to say a rarity for me. I... No, no. <laughs> of course not. Uh, but I am actually at home in Nevada because people forget that after um, New Hampshire, the next caucus is Nevada, not South Carolina. That's the next primary, and that's not for another two weeks. And I don't want anyone overlooking Nevada. So I'm here on the ground. Hopefully President Trump's going to be back. I was with him in Nevada a week ago. And we're going to get the caucus going. But, Lou, uh, you might be able to appreciate this more than anyone. This state is led by a corrupt bunch of establishment rhinos who have allowed for a Nevada primary to exist two days before the Nevada caucus. And do you know who's on the Nevada primary ballot and who isn't? Nikki Haley's on it. Donald Trump's not. And we have had a caucus out here for 40 years that delivers delegates only via caucus. And on February 8th, we're going to get the masses out for Donald Trump. But here's what's going to happen in the media. CNN's going to print, oh, Nikki Haley wins Nevada when... It's completely meaningless and an election rate con job. So I'm here here working against that and working to ensure President Trump uh, does extremely well out here in Nevada on caucus day. On caucus day. And but the primary is first. How, how did we end up with a situation where he's not on the ballot? It through these political legal gymnastics that I don't even understand and can it could all be eliminated if the statewide leadership here just said, We're not doing a primary anymore. It's completely meaningless. But they send you a mail-in ballot, Lou, get this, to every home in the state of Nevada for the primary. And so you get to fill it out, and no one knows what you're filling it out for, and you submit it. And then two days later is the actual caucus, where Nikki Haley's not even on the ballot because she didn't bother. Um, And we're going to hopefully have all the delegates for Donald Trump. Well, that's that's great. It, it sounds like it sounds like everybody out there is deaf and dumb. I mean, <laughs> especially running the Republican Party out there. I don't yeah. mean to cast aspersions, but the, uh, is there any possibility that they have failed an IQ test or are, are on the take? Which of the two would you say is more? Well, I think important? it all ties back to the rhino establishment class, greater bureaucracy. That is the Republican behemoth. I can tell you this personally. The aren't the, the GOP folks in the state of Nevada, like Mike McDonald and Seagal Chatta and those folks, they get mm-hmm. it. They're dialed in. They're all for the caucus. They've been out supporting President Trump. They've been doing it since day one. We haven't had much help from the greater RNC network um, because, you know, they were just out here using our great city of Las Vegas for their winter wonderland. Yeah. Well, they, they, they must have enjoyed the party while they were there. Uh, <laughs> and I, I don't want to see the bill because looking at the other bills, I don't know how much Botox is left in Las Vegas, but it could have been consumed in one uh, meeting. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I love the fact the president has said uh, it's time for a change. I, I am so happy just to yeah. hear those words, even if they were an, an aside, even if they weren't emphatic. Uh, but there it is on the record. Uh, and Lord, let's let's make some changes. Your thoughts. Look, I'm a fundamental economics guy when it comes to, hey, let's go raise money for good causes. Maybe mm-hmm. the people that take this money in should spend it for good causes. I'm wholly against 
an organization that is supposed to represent our conservative values and raises millions of dollars and then go spend $360,000 on flowers in one year or $1.6 million on private jets. And Lou, you know what ticked them off the most? It's that they were exposed for this corruption. And when Mm -hmm. you look at the DNC, not that we're ever going to pat the DNC on the back for anything, but did you see the comparisons? They spent like 5,000 on private jets and like 400 bucks on flowers. They put money back out, not in winter wonderland bonanzas in Las Vegas, but they put it out to the candidates that need it at the state level. And that's the difference. I wonder if they if there are the same election rules that apply to the RNC as uh, do candidates, because what I'm thinking is all those big donors for the Democratic Party are running in all that big iron to pick up uh, Rana and her, uh, you know, her uh, makeup crew uh, <laughs> to get on to the next thing uh, and not having to account for it. Uh, is it a different rule uh, for the RNC than, say, the candidates or the uh, the PACs? I think the RNC qualifies as almost like a 501c3, right? And so they get to they get to come in there and every every, yeah, they have to disclose their their uh, their their how they distribute money. But the thing is, no one until the state of Nevada, local GOP representatives call them out on their fiscal irresponsibility. We actually put forth a, a, a motion, a resolution, as the RNC calls it. For fiscal responsibility, do you know what happened in the winter meeting, Lou? It didn't even make it out of committee. (laughs) That's how many people at the RNC are on the take, as you said earlier, and that's the problem. Everybody's in on it, all these consultants and all these fees, and everybody's getting paid from everybody else, and nobody cares about putting the mission first. You know, I can't believe there aren't enough big dogs in the Republican Party to make certain that we're not spending all that money on so-called consultants. And it's not like we've never had an election before and had to campaign. Uh, (laughs) I would think that there would be someone who would have uh, uh, institutional knowledge, I'll put it that way, about how to run a campaign. But then again, I reflect on the people that uh, are the leadership of the RNC, and I, I slap myself for having even the thought that they would be institutional knowledge and and true leadership. We're talking with Cash Patel, great American uh, advisor to President Trump. Uh, As I said, an amazing fellow. And we're going to take up next the enemy, the Marxists, and all who work with them. And let me tell you, that's a big, big number. We're coming right back. Stay with us. Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs Tonight as our fight to save this country has only begun. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. 
you should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back now with Cash Patel. And Cash, I, I know you're uh, on the streets right now, uh, flying cross country, doing everything you can for the president's campaign. Uh, and at the same time, we have idiots uh, in the Republican Party. <laughs> Uh, like uh, James Lankford, a boy genius, minister to the world, uh, among other things, who is so absolutely limited in his IQ that he has no idea that he is both a fool and a tool of Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer, and he's out spewing utter bizarre nonsense, uh, talking about the border bill. Uh, and he has the temerity to suggest that there is anything in it that is positive. It is an absolute disaster. And the ignorant Republicans in the Senate are pushing it. And to his great credit, for the first time, Mike Johnson stands up and says the bill is dead in the House. Your thoughts? I was so happy to hear the speaker say that. And that just shows you that we have, through great problems like your programs like yours, influenced the MAGA America First movement to stand up and be heard. Now, the Senate, it's going to take a little more time, but you do have great senators like Mike Lee pounding down the door, um, standing up for uh, this, this standing against this bill. And here's the one singular point I'd like to make to your audience. The, the entire Marine Corps budget for all of 2023, the U.S. Marine Corps was 53 mm -hmm. billion. They, in this one single pen stroke in the Senate, wanted to give Ukraine 60 billion, 60 billion in one pen stroke. So they care more about the Ukraine than they do about the United States men and women who put on our uniform and defend us overseas. That I got a problem with. Yeah, well, I've got a problem with the whole thing because it's a it is a, a Langford McConnell. They're phony. They're bought and paid for. Uh, the turtle is an ignorant oaf uh, sitting out there blathering away, uh, saying he'll do exactly what he's told because he is so compromised that he has no volition in anything that is happening in that Senate. Why in the world? Why can't the Republicans in the Senate get a new leader and get rid of this this pathetic uh, excuse uh, for a leader? It's going to take a break from, I think, one of the most corrupt partnerships in Washington, D.C., the defense industrial complex and all the politicians, not all, most of the politicians on Capitol Hill. Now, as the former chief of staff at DOD, I'm, t I'm telling you, the DOD and defense industrial complex is amazing work. But I'm also telling you the reason that everyone's cheering on, let's go to war right now. Let's print Ukraine bonds. Let's send them money. Let's launch missiles. Let's send our men and women to die is because when they print money, the economy gets bloated. It floats up. And more importantly, the defense industrial complex makes a fortune from our taxpayer dollars on boondoggles like this bill. So I'm glad it's dead on arrival at the House. But that breaking up that cabal, Lou, is going to take some serious lifting in Washington. And I think Donald Trump's going to have to lead the charge. 
Well, I think he he's absolutely has to. Uh, and because we know that Joe Biden is bought and paid. For, I mean, there's nothing they want that they can't get the military industrial complex, Wall Street, uh, you name it, because they own this guy. Uh, there's always a bidding war, I have to assume, uh, between the People's Republic of China or the CCP uh, and Wall Street and uh, the military industrial complex here, uh, the business roundtable, the Chamber of Commerce. I'd like to be in in those negotiations to see whose view prevails in the interest of whom, because it's never the U.S. interest. It is never the interest of the American people. And it is disgusting to watch. And and then I look at this this election and we're we're 10 months away now. Yeah. What are we doing here? And I don't hear anybody talking street strategy other than you uh in the Republican Party. Ronald McDaniel doesn't even know there's an election as best I can tell. The RNC is filled with fatuous tools who have to be I, that place needs an exorcism. It, it, it's it's a, a decades long degradation of the responsibility to the American people, just like what's happening in Washington, D.C. When you create this swamp monster behemoth and you use it to enrich people that um, don't really care about putting America first and you do it year in year over and over again, man, breaking up that cabal is hard. But I think we're close. I think, like you said, President Trump just said in an interview, you know, maybe it's time for new leadership. You know, that's that's a step in the right direction. And it's going to take you know, a, a, someone like a President Trump to <clears throat> to even get people to pay attention to the corruption, mm -hmm. fiscal corruption going on over there. And and people are talking about, oh, you know, remember, the House and the Senate are on on the on the ballot in November, too. If we don't win those for President Trump, we're going to hamstring him with a Congress that's run by radical left wing Democrats. And so we got to get our candidates out there. And that's what the Republican National Committee is supposed to be doing. And I don't see too much of it. I see President Trump out there campaigning for him, but not 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 the RNC. Uh, two things happen in quick order. One, uh, John Barrasso of Wyoming, uh, U.S. Senator, part of leadership is now America first, an amazing transformation. And I am thrilled because I actually, personally, I think he's a very decent fella. Uh, politically, I think he's screwed up and under the influence of the wrong people. Uh, but mm -hmm. it looks like he's breaking away. Mike Lee is a man you would not recognize from the rhetoric and what he is saying right now and the stands he's taking with Mike Lee of uh, 24 months ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, there is movement, and I really want to yeah. compliment Mike Lee because he really has stood up on this border Fantastic. Uh, all the way. Uh, so uh, where do we go from here? I mean, we've got a Senate that wants an establishment. Uh, they want a center-left uh, Senate, and our Republicans do, uh, a center-left Senate, and we've got to have a center-right uh, uh, Senate, no doubt about it. No, you're absolutely right. And that's why these Senate races, I remind people out here in Nevada, next door in Arizona, up there in Michigan, over in Montana, out in Pennsylvania, Ohio, all of these are places where we get we the Republican America first movement can pick up some serious patriotic warriors who are going to go to Washington and do what the Mike Lees and Barrasso's of the world are doing right now. And we need more of that in the Senate and the House. So I'm campaigning for some of these folks and I'll help anyone out there that is going to advance the agenda you have just outlined. We need to break up the swamp. We need new leadership across the board in all these institutions. And we got to end the corrupt activities that continue to allow bills like this to even exist. Why isn't there a separate border bill? Why didn't the Senate put forward one border bill to secure just the border? And then we could talk about the rest.
You got you got to wonder. I don't wonder. I know <laughs> they're corrupt as hell. That's it. Simple. Right. And they don't give a darn about this country. We're talking with Cash Patel, and we will be right back after these quick words. Stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now with Cash Patel, and thanks for staying with us. I want to turn Cash to... Uh, what we were talking about, this campaign, this election, I don't see the energy. I don't see uh, the energy at the president's rallies, but I don't see the energy in the party uh, or the or, or many communities. Uh, when we talk about staving off big tech, the dark money, I mean, they've been in the, they've been in the field for over a year now. And Republicans are saying, oh, really, uh, I'm going to be working on this street and this precinct, uh, if they're saying even that. Uh, and, and Mike Johnson said something. They get irritated, man. I understand why he said it. He said he's calling the shots in the House, uh, not President Trump. Uh, President Trump needs to be calling these shots now. And Mr. Johnson and the rest of the uh, Republicans, including McConnell and all of the others, if they can't be replaced, need to line up with him. Uh, somebody needs to demand it. Someone needs to incentivize it and make it happen. What do you think? Yeah, look, I get that there's politics and, you know, certain leadership has to say certain things. But let's be real. They're getting their cues from President Donald Trump because he is so monumentally popular with not just the America First movement, but with with moderates and even some Democrats. I mean, these sweeping victories in Iowa and New Hampshire are forcing people in Washington circles to listen. And look, if they want to hijack those ideas and say that they're their own. I don't care as long as they take the ideas and seal the border and take on Iran and shut down the CCP and provide for our military and law enforcement and things like that. You know, to me, it's less about who gets the credit. And I think, you know, maybe President Trump is um, out there leading the charge in the only way he can. And now at least people are starting to listen. And I think it's a step, like you said, it's a it's a small step, but uh, we'll see how far they're willing to go, especially when we come up against this new CR that's coming in, what, a month? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Next month. And I think it's the 19th. Uh, it's going to be it's it's going to be a fight and a half. Or I, either that, or it'll be a surrender and a half, <laughs> uh, depending on how, which way the wind is blowing. I guess for some people, uh, I, I don't know that there's ever been a time in in, in my career that I have seen such wide open, just bare knuckles, raw corruption mm -hmm. uh, and, and self interest. 
by special interest right before the American people. This border bill, so-called, which is gives up, what is it, $116 billion to, <laughs> to Ukraine, and they call it a border bill that gets only 20, and we doubt that they'll get a tenth of that, frankly. Uh, I mean, the... the the deceit, the duplicity, the ignorance, uh, the just venality and mendaciousness of the Marxists uh, is so overwhelming. And then people still want to call them progressives or Democrats or liberals. You know, I, I mean, they're they're just short of sainthood, uh, even in the mouths of their, uh, you know, of the Republicans out there who need to defeat them. They're Marxist and everybody knows it. Why is there this hesitancy to say what Chuck Schumer is, uh, uh, what uh, any one of these fools is, you know, whether it's, you know, you know, even on the, you know, why is there that we have to break through and speak truth to the American people? And that means telling them who we're up against. And they're Marxist. The hesitancy is because of the mainstream media, the majority of these folks genuflect at the altar of the mainstream media so they get their headlines and they get their donations and they get their re-election campaigns and they don't care about the substance of the work and this border bill to me is another genuflection to joe biden we don't need a bill to fix the border we need a commander-in-chief to rescind the the, yep. the nine trump era policies or put in place excuse me put them back in place that helped us secure the border yeah. As the commander in chief, he could do it overnight with the stroke of a pen. But he wants us out there waging a war in the media, which we are doing right now, thanks to the Senate and saying that, oh, here's a border bill. And if you don't vote for it, you're going to vote to not secure the border. Joe Biden can do it overnight. And the media is allowing uh, the war to wage so yeah. that he can have the headline to say right before the election. Oh, I tried. But, you know, those Republicans in the Senate didn't can give it to me. Can I quibble with something? I, I, the, the truths that we're not speaking in this country, and I, and I understand it, there's a lot of inertia around that language, but I think we fall into the hands of the Marxists when we do talk about President Biden as if he's truly a president. Uh, we talk about him as if he is uh, uh, not impaired cognitively. We talk about him as if he is not compromised completely, uh, corrupt uh, absolutely. This is a uh, this is a cyst uh, uh, that is sitting there in the White House who is illegitimate. Uh, he is the uh, he was the beneficiary of a the biggest cheat and and theft in in this country's political history in 2020. He's an illegitimate president. He's a non-functioning president. It's the Marxists who surround him, who mm -hmm. manage him, uh, that are making these decisions. And I don't think anybody should doubt that. Why should we keep pretending this man is the commander-in-chief, the, the CEO of the country? He is a little puppet, and the Marxists are his masters. Look, the same people that brought us Russiagate, the same people in the Obama administration that brought you the election rig con job, whether it was Russiagate, whether it was the 51 Intel letter, whether it was the Hunter Biden laptop, whether it was the Joe Biden classified documents investigation or January 6th or any of that. You're right. Are the ones right now running Biden world at the White House? It's not a surprise that Samantha Powers is back in there. It's not a surprise that Susan Rice was in there for so long. Jake Sullivan from Clinton World and all of these other Cretans that are in there intentionally leading our country to war and joe biden then every now and then this is a, this is scary powder when he tries to pretend to be president when he runs away from the people controlling him for a split second you know what happens he makes idiotic imbecilic military decisions with the secretary of defense who's literally asleep in bed and it cost us american lives <laughs>
And no one in the media is putting enough attention on that. The tragedy is that we will be in another two wars because of Joe Biden. The defense industrial complex will win and we will not have secured our border and more men and women, most importantly, will perish. And, you know, it's very it's very straightforward here. McConnell in the Senate, Johnson in the House, they really need to sit down and at Mar-a-Lago, talk with President Trump and agree to not make a single, single uh, move, uh, a policy decision or a legislative decision uh, that uh, would put any in our military in harm's Mm -hmm. way until President Trump is elected Uh, at that point, uh, then because this man is we can't have him letting three of our reservists get killed in their sleep uh, Mm -hmm. in in Jordan, for crying out loud. People are saying, where how did we get troops into Jordan? They're all over the Middle East and they're also on a mission uh, from hell uh, because of this sick, sick, mentally uh, impaired cognitively impaired and and utterly corrupt president. Uh, Cash, you get the last word here. And thanks for being with us here. Your concluding thoughts for us. Look, Lou, I'm so glad that your show exists and um, it's out there putting out the truth because people don't know how disgusting the swamp is, how corrupt the swamp is, and how the institutions that spawn out of the swamp are just as corrupt and if not more so. And they're the ones responsible for this these these atrocious bills that do nothing, these headline grabs in the fake news media, and you're exposing them one by one by one by one. And there just aren't enough courageous folks. So I'm appreciative of that. And I really appreciate you letting me talk about Nevada. And just one quick last shout out to my silver staters. Feb 8, Feb 8, Feb 8, caucus, 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 Donald J. Trump, Donald J. Trump. That's what we're all about here. Feb 6 primary is meaningless. Throw that thing in the mail if you want and just pick. Literally, there's a box at the bottom that says none of the above. You can do that if you want, but I'll see you on February 8th at the caucus, Nevada. And I, to that, I have to say ditto and Godspeed. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much, Cash. We appreciate thanks, you man. being with us. God bless you. you. You too. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Join us tomorrow for The Great America Show. Our guest is SEAL Team 6's Robert O'Neill. We take up what in the world is happening in the Middle East right now and how much danger we're really in with this guy, Joe Biden, pretending to lead us. And please join us for Lou Dobbs tonight, each and every weeknight, on Rumble, Twitter, Frank Speech, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. And follow me on Twitter and True Social at Lou Dobbs, on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. Thanks, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America.